0: This exhibit focuses on the work of Leroy Johnson and Theodore Harris, two artists from Philadelphia. Using found objects and urban debris, Johnson's mixed media works represent the lives of people living in America's inner cities. Through his collages, Theodore Harris creates visual essays about American politics and the state of the world.
1: Philadelphia border, we have urban debris. We <laughs> I, I tried, that's funny, in some of the other cities I've been in. For residencies and things like that, I've complained about. You know, the trouble with this place is too clean. I can't. There's nothing for me to pick up. And find. I'm always mm-hmm. feeling, There's always stuff, you know. And it's, to me, it's always says something. I walk like, whoa, that that looks like an eye. Hey, man, I don't. I can use that as a sign. I don't know. I just. So it's like that for me. So and I, I and for me, it's this that act of a uh, discovery the piece that you're standing next to I basically saw a lot of that on South Street at uh, about 15th and south they were tearing down the, that's when they were rebuilding that so this man sitting on the mattress this little homeless individual just sleeping there because it was, really was pushing me about homelessness and they were tearing down houses so there were pieces of structures sitting at sticking out you know you could
0: see inside that sort of what. soldiers are in there because they are, I'm trying to put them in a position where they're attacking each other and that's because I want the, the question to be about friendly fire, how we're so, the patriotism of this country is out of control and if you, if you give a critical critique of the country and what it's doing, um, constructive criticism, nobody wants to hear that. Uh, just because I'm a citizen of this country doesn't mean I can't criticize it. Uh, being an African-American, they'll tell me to go back to Africa, basically. I mean, I've, that's been said to me. So, they I tell them to go back to where they came from, you know? So, it's so it's, it's to, there to create tension. So like this, for instance, this Klansman with the Confederate flag. You see how these points meet each other? I didn't realize there were so many points in this piece until looked at it, but the points of, with the, the Nazi flag, the points with the, the guns here, and the points of the flag here, and the point of this sword cutting off this head of this, that was a soldier also, and that was fighting um, Judith's army. This is a picture, you familiar with this picture at all? This is from the painting, Judith beheading Olafurus, Olafurnus, And um, it's a very famous painting by Artemisia Gentilesi, our most famous painting. Mm. So what I took when I took this, this this is an overwhelming image. You can't help but be shocked by it. So I wanted to put it in in a more contemporary time. I think that all Americans need to know African American history.
1: We don't know what happened and we don't know what went on for any of us. For any of us, we really don't. Most people really. Blindsided, and I put these figures in in order to spark curiosity with young people. That perhaps, because they have computers, with that book, W.E.B. Who was the voice? What does that image mean? You know, who is Cyrus Bustle? Cyrus Bustle was a baker. He provided bread to George Washington's Revolutionary Army in Philadelphia. Cyrus Bustle was the uh, great great, I think, great grandfather of Paul Robeson, and you won't find that information any not in the Constitution Center, any place. And I think something like that is invaluable for anybody to know the connection of a great man like Paul Robeson and his connection to this country. Once again, to the contribution that African-Americans made to this country and the fact that All this around here, a large part of it came from our free labor, and that's going unappreciated. And in fact, we're held in this—I feel like—held in some disdain because of that contribution. Which I, which, if you're willing, let bygones be bygones is fine with me. But young people need to know that that these people are important, and all these people where somebody strive to be something historically important and larger. Doug E. the Bois was probably, probably the best educated man in America at that time or any other time. He, I challenge anybody to read all the works he's written. It's just incredible the, the volume of work and the quality of it that he produced. But, Really these those things, those historical figures and images and dates and names are really the sparking interest of people just to say, well, who is that? And maybe try to find out and get and get some
0: information about these people because they're receiving. a seed. I want people to say, well, you know, to argue with it. To argue with the work, say, look, you know, I don't believe that. Um, I think this is a great country and why are you critiquing it? I just want the whole, I want people to just be able to use their minds because so much is being told what we should think. Um, and everything's about entertainment. Um, and I don't think that people in this country think critically enough. I think that we think very surfacy. Um, everything's about who's doing what, who's sleeping with who, and who got pregnant by who, those people don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They don't even they don't, they know you exist. What you need to do is get into your own head and do your own thing and deal with what's real. Having put up during the
1: Franklin Roosevelt era, the art I was exposed to and saw was mainly about social issues. And so I grew up believing that the role of an artist was to talk about or at least examine those things and not just make things to be happy, happy. Of course that really gelled in the 60s when I was a little revolutionary, so-called, you know, to be, but to be more, to have more, be more of a voice. And I think that pushed me in some ways. The other thing is I'm very selfish and curious. And I make this stuff for me. You know, I want to see what I'm doing. I'm curious about one of on my how this is going to turn out and what if, I'm big on what if, what if I put this on here, what if I connect
0: this, what if I put this color? what if, I what if, think of the contemporary art right, doesn't lift up people, hold up humanity, that's what it's all about for me is holding up humanity and leaving something to be contemplated for people to hold on to, for something as a gift. These things are made out of love, you know, Morning, I'm not going to make a million dollars, but it's done out of love, you know. So if you're not, if your intentions are not to make money so much, and you can say something and critique the world, you should go ahead and do that and lift up the people in the world. You know, you should do that. You should make some kind of contribution to humanity that way, I think. Revolutions, countries where they have trouble, you notice what they do
1: right now, like they've been doing recently. They kill the reporters. You get rid of poets. Shut artists down. Because you know, they're the ones who supposed to talk if nobody else will. And to me, as I say, because of my age and my background, I believe the role of the artist should be once in a while. Just address those issues of where you are, when you were, and what you were doing in the time that you lived in. So I, I use mixed media found objects because. I'm not in Africa. I'm not in Africa, so I can't use bones and leather and fur and seeds. I will, but that's not what's in my in my immediate environment. There's beer cans, there's bottle tops, there's glass, there's wire, there's wood, there's debris, TV parts, and I'm going to use it.